is this thing on? What is going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Diabetes Hustle Podcast. I am your host, Ali Abdukareem. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, how do I do that? How do I start this? Wait, hold on. You are here because you want to be inspired and take your diabetes management to a whole nother level mentally, physically, and let's get into it. By the title of this episode, we are talking about the hacks of diabetes. Now, I'm not going to give you tips I've learned about like just management. These are very small hacks that people, endos, or stuff you would have to pick up in books. The endos won't tell you and the basic diabetes knowledge. And this is all the weird stuff that I've collected, being that I'm a nerd. And I want to give that to you guys on this short baby podcast. Let's hope I keep this short. And <clears throat> let's get into this. Just as a reminder, this is not medical advice. I am not a doctor. Please be responsible for your healthcare decisions. Always consult your physician. This is just experiences I'm sharing. Hope to give the audience as a whole some perspective and new things I'm learning for people to tell their physicians about. With that being said, let's go with number one. These are not in order. The vitamin C meters. Now, this thing I learned a while back about vitamin C and I was really confused about. And a lot of these sources are from Dr. Bernstein's Diabetes Solutions plug. It's a really important book that I learned most of these hacks from, but obviously the big picture was, you know, low carb and all the insulin doses and whatnot with exercise. There's a lot of hacks in there. And the vitamin C one was one people have never heard of. And we're still trying to figure out as a community. And basically, it's the more vitamin C you take and the, the overconsumption of vitamin C you have, that can throw your meters off, your glu- glucometer's accuracy off. I know that sounds crazy. You're like, vitamin C, what does that have to do? I don't know what it does, but it affects your meter. I've learned from my friend Reagan, shout out to Reagan. She's been doing her research and she said that contour necks are not affected at all by the consumption of vitamin C. Other meters and maybe um, advanced meters um, like hospitals don't really get affected, but meters like Freestyle Light, um, I can't think of more meters. That's really sad. AccuCheck, True Result, all get affected by vitamin C. So just be cautious of that. And I don't know how much it gets affected. But it's just good to know these things. So take that in consideration. Do your research by the right sources, though. You know, these days, a lot of people can ramble in front of a phone in their room. And that's not me. Okay, that's not awkward. <laughs> Number two, meter in the diet soda. When in doubt, pull your test strip out. Now, um, you guys probably know this hack, but I just wanted to share it for the few people that don't know. Because every time I do it and I'm in front of a group of other type 1s or diabetics, they're like, what are you doing? You're dipping your test strip and your meter in your diet soda. So basically, I don't, I don't know if some of you guys have encountered issues where you go to a McDonald's or a restaurant and you say, can I get a Diet Coke, a Diet Pepsi, a Diet Sprite, whatever kind of diet soda, and they accidentally give you a full... 80 carb, 40 carb soda, and then you drink in that, and then next thing you know, your blood sugar is 400. So what I do is I don't trust anyone in restaurants, which is good. Don't. It's not a relationship with the restaurant. You should. <laughs> this is this is someone you don't know that could accidentally was busy and talking to someone else and and put regular Coke. What you do is you dip your meter inside the diet soda, just a little quick jab, okay. And if your meter reads error, that means it is 
diet. It's used, they're using Splenda. It doesn't have sugar. Or if it reads under 20 or 30 milligrams per deciliter, I don't know the conversion for that. Um, 20 divided by 18, that in millimoles. Sorry for the conversion rate. Okay, so it's always worth the meter. I know some of you guys can feel it out and, and know that it's diet. I did that once. I think it was last week and I just drank it. And I was like, this is diet for sure. I didn't bring my meter. Of course, I was fine. Um, oh, yeah, and other topics on, you know, diet soda giving me headaches and whatnot. I know it sounds bizarre. I'm not one to bash diet soda. I've always thought the claims about hurting your gut health and quote unquote causing cancer and whatnot from diet soda is a bunch of BS, in my opinion. Not my opinion, but from my research I've done, it's very minimal the effects. But I've been getting headaches from drinking diet coke, so I might need to switch to just pure stevia or make some at home low carb drinks. Number three, this one I am not too sure about, but I think we're kind of on to something from the book and somewhere else from Dr. Bernstein. Squeezing your basically blood too hard to get, basically squeezing your fingers out when you prick your finger and not enough blood is coming out. When you squeeze it too hard, it gets the different kind of blood cells out of your body that can cause inaccuracy. I don't... I know this is bad of me. I'm the one in the podcast in my room talking to you guys about this, and I don't know what's the reason for it. But basically, I don't squeeze my blood too hard um, when I'm checking my blood sugar. All these things add up, and that's the beauty of what I'm sharing for you guys is all these little tidbits add up to having more accuracy and, and better managing. Now, um, this is going to apply to a lot of people who are in cold weather and outside, and they're you know checking their blood sugars. And you know if you're a person that doesn't, like rely so much on Dexcom, you know, I know this is, it's kind of controversial, but if you're someone who's in cold weather and you're outside and your hands are very cold and it's hard for you to squeeze blood out of your hands, the best thing to do is to run your hands under warm water for a couple seconds. I learned this from Dr. Bernstein. And then next thing you know, your blood is juicy, ready to go. Vampire. Let's go. That's number four. Number five. Um, don't quote me on this. I don't know what kind of parks, but if you're a type 1 diabetic, you automatically have free life passes to, I don't know what kind of parks. Just look it up. Go on Google. I'm such a bad podcast host. I'm sorry, guys. I don't know what kind of parks. They're not amusement parks, but they're like, um, I think stuff like the, I'm going to sound like an idiot. I'm not going to give you examples, but just look up free or just ask anyone on Instagram about the free life passes to certain parks when you have type 1 diabetes. I don't know what why we have that number six i skipped the number i put this is not really so much of a hack but it's something that's important to me in my glucometer i keep my medical id in the little pocket which has my number and my name two numbers actually so in case i lose it somewhere and someone's you know mindful enough to pick it up and, and look inside like oh well, there's a number in there let's call it and you know they'll bring it back to you or unless they'll rob you if they're a type one and they're evil like me. Um, <laughs> number, I don't know. Let's, let's not number anymore. <laughs> Tablet keychain holders. This isn't so much of a hack, but a lot of people are pretty amazed when they see my keychain holder or my glucose tablet keychain holder, if that makes any sense. Basically, on my keychains, I, I hold four glucose tablets and I can't forget my keys because I need to drive and, you know, you forget things every now and then. And forgetting your keys is pretty hard. They're on Amazon. They're about like $4, but the shipping is $4 for some of them. There's some uh, ones from uh, Type 1 Livabetic, if you know him on Instagram. Um, I don't know if I'll remember to plug him. He 
he does discount codes for them and they have them on there there's they're everywhere so check them out um okay this one this one's a little interesting again i don't know the full biology behind it but not injecting more than seven units in one spot when it comes to your uh, basil more more than anything your basil with bolus i kind of do the same thing but i don't inject really more than seven units unless things are looking pretty ugly aka i'm binge eating or just madness okay with basil if you're in a person who injects does multiple daily injections I don't inject more than seven units in one spot. I don't know the science behind it, but basically, if you inject more than seven units in one particular spot in your body, um, it creates a basically a basal bolus. It becomes a almost baby bolus because so much insulin is flowing in one spot that it starts working even sooner. And uh, that that adding on to that, I don't inject uh, basal in my muscle for the most part. Like I don't inject in my arm for basil because the point of basil is long acting and injecting your muscle makes the insulin act faster and uh, leave your body sooner which defeats the purpose of long acting Um, next one syringes from pens so if you use flex pens uh, like I use Traceba right now because I don't have my pump yet I am waiting for for, uh, pause to be delivered I take syringes from my pen so basically i inject the syringe in the flex pen and basically i i've been taught that someone commented it and i and i made it made sense that you use all the insulin from the flex pen when you use a syringe you get every single little unit out of there it's a little hack for you guys i don't know if that's right you should uh, take me on it and tell you that i don't know okay these ones are little tips and um you know take them with light they're like three or four more Freestyle light and contour next meters. Those are the top two meters I've seen that are very accurate. Um, I think AccuCheck as well. For the most part, the the conversation around this is when you're in range, that's when, when um, it also it's important to, to be accurate and when we're out of range. The more out of range we are, the less accurate machines become because they cannot handle those kind of numbers. Like if we're at 300 and you're checking, it's more than likely if you have... If you don't have a contour or a freestyle light or AccuCheck, I don't know so much about AccuCheck, and you check twice on the same spot, you're probably going to get different numbers ranging from 20 to 30 points off, which you guys have seen that before, and it can be frustrating. That's why I keep the same finger Say if I check twice, same spot of my blood, basically. And, and the science behind that is every different every spot you check in is going to be a little bit different on the readings. Um, I don't ask me why I don't know. I just look at these things. Um, so yeah, those are the top two. I've noticed that freestyle light actually reads lower more than more machines, more machines, um, with freestyle light. And when I got the freestyle light or my Omnipod, I actually changed the calibration code to 17. I don't know what that means either. I don't know a lot of things, but my, uh, diabetes educator told me that the codes are what matches, what contour next does you know their calibration code is 17 or 16 if i'm if i'm right i don't know i think it was 17 um so consider those those are big considerations you know i don't like seeing any other meter in front of me this one's very dangerous so please be careful do not do this right away i've maybe done this once and i don't know if i've succeeded at it i called it the hit trick so hit stands for high intensity interval training and if we're having a low blood sugar in the gym and you're working out or you're about to work out, 
I learned this from Phil Graham and other people that HIIT training basically can spike blood sugar. Stuff like fast burpees, um, doing sprints, interval sprints, that stuff raises blood sugar and relatively pretty quick. So if you see yourself, and I'm not saying do this, I, I might do this for myself and record it for you guys. You know, if I'm having a 70 milligrams per deciliter blood sugar and I'm like, I'm, I might go low and I, I'm going to work out. And usually my workouts spike me even with just weights. Um, and I know I'm going to go low or it's post-workout and I'm low. I might do some like 20 burpees really fast and tense. And then the next thing you know, in like 15, 20, 30, I don't know, my blood sugar is going up. So that's a little hack. Please be careful with that, obviously. Uh, the last one, Dexcom warm-up. So... As you know, a lot of people, uh, not recommended, do the basically last their Dexcom for two weeks. Some longer, some shorter, depending on accuracy and how, how you feel about it. I do two weeks, but I learned this thing from Abby J. David. Shout out to her on Instagram. Um, basically, what she does is, let's say I have to change my sensor, my Dexcom sensor. sensor. I use a G5, not G6 yet. And on Thursday, I got to change it. And it is Tuesday. So what I'm going to do is insert my new sensor in the new site that I want, but keep the one I have currently. So I basically have two sensors on. When it's time to change my current sensor with my transmitter, I just simply transfer it to the other new sensor. And the reason for that is to basically, if you guys know about Dexcom, that the first 24 hours of a new sensor inserted in your body, they're going to be a little inaccurate, your numbers. And I think the reason for that is because the needle is, is fresh in your body. So the reason for the two or one day warm up, pre-warm up for your sensor is to get the needle warmed up in your body. Um, and, you know, the first 24 hours, you avoid that inaccuracy. So that is it, guys. Um, I really appreciate everyone that's sharing my podcast on Instagram story. It really means the world to me. I'm, I couldn't be happier when you guys get value from this. And that's the main reason why I do it, why I'm in my room with all these clothes in front of me and I'm like crouched down in my chair <laughs> recording through my iPhone. Um, let me know what you guys want. Feel free to DM me on Instagram, uh, rate the podcast, email me, whatever you could do to get contact with me. I try to re I respond to everyone, almost everyone. And I hope you got value from this. That being said, I will see you guys soon. Take care, laugh, smile, learn something new. Diabetes Daily Hustle. I'm here for you. Thank you.